0: a magic wand, an evil witch, and a set of twins are joined by a freeloading homeless man for a Halloween adventure. It's Double Double Toil and Trouble this week on Sucktastic Cinema. Well, this isn't very good. Certainly does suck. Welcome back in to Sucktastic Cinema, where if these movies try too hard or know what they are, Endearment is the name of the game. I am Steven, and if you listened to our episode last week, we mentioned how we unfortunately wouldn't be able to record for a new episode for this week, but we didn't want to leave you all empty-handed. For those of you that listened to our Agent Cody Banks episode, you know it was a re-release of a video series we tried getting off the ground from our last podcast, The Radcast, um, a series called Radcast Dollar Rentals. Uh, Now, unfortunately, we didn't get far with that uh, on The Radcast, but it did provide the skeleton for Sucktastic Cinema. So... Aside from Agent Cody Banks, we did have one other movie from that Radcast series, and it was an offering for our October episodes called Five Weeks of Fright. We figured, why not start the Sucktastic Cinema October festivities off early and re-release the episode we did for the Olsen twins' Tour de Force Double Double Toil and Trouble. That being said too, in October, we will have nothing but spooky, scary, and Sucktastic Halloween fare. Now, without further ado, it's movie time. And now for our feature presentation. Double, double toil and trouble was released on television October 30th, 1993. So it's not going to have any box office. Directed by Stuart Margolin, starring Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen as Lynn Farmer and Kelly Farmer, respectively. Uh, The Late Great, Chloris Leachman, as Aunt Agatha and Aunt Sophia. Phil Fondacaro as Oscar. Eric McCormick as Don Farmer. Kelly Fox as Christine Farmer. Meshach Taylor as Mr. N. Wayne Robson as the Gravedigger. And Matthew Walker as George. Again, no box office because it was released on ABC on October 30th, 1993. And to keep in line with Sucktastic Cinema, even though this is a re-release from a Radcast episode, here is what is on the VHS. Now, there's a 1995 VHS release and a 1997 VHS release. On the 1995 VHS release, advertisements for A Little Princess, The Secret Garden, and Black Beauty coming out on VHS. Uh, A video series called Babies at Play, which are videos comprised of music, footage of little kids running across playgrounds and tumbling mats, animals, and with absolutely no scary cyborgs. An advert for the Olsen Twins detective videos and their You're Invited video series, which we rented a couple of those, the the famous sleepover one with the pizza P-I-Z-Z-A song in it. There's also info on how to sign up for the Olsen Twins fan club. If you're trying to call the number provided, it'll redirect you to a morgue because that's where the Olsen twins' career is. Rim shot. And finally, an advert for Double Double Toil and Trouble and To Grandma's House We Go, which was the other Olsen twins' holiday movie. Um, The 1997 reprint VHS, uh, a montage of films advertising the Warner Brothers 75th Anniversary Collection, uh, i looked up from my phone periodically as I typed this, um, and I saw Batman Forever, Space Jam, Free Willy, Dennis the Menace, and Michelle Pfeiffer. So, all good things. Uh, Free Willy 3 on VHS. Uh, the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner movie, which is just a bunch of classic Looney Tunes episodes repackaged with more current wraparound segments. Uh, Batman Sub-Zero, the animated movie. And Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. And just for shits and giggles in honor of the Halloween season, I found a promo for Spooky Warner Brother home video releases. So this is from 1999, and it's a montage with Halloween graphics and creepy music uh, with Beetlejuice, Gremlins, Goonies, The Witches, Adam's Family Reunion, shout out to Fox Family, uh, Double Double Toil and Trouble, Uh, a few Scooby-Doo videos, and the very underrated Hanna-Barbera Halloween special, The Halloween Tree, which is an adaptation of a Ray Bradbury story narrated by the man himself and starring Leonard Nimoy, who may or may not have been one of the little rascals. So, all that being said, without further ado, take it away, me. We didn't grow up with this movie, but this has all the earmarks of a lot of things about Halloween that we like yeah it's very innocent definitely has that look of a straight to video um, which I like yeah yeah, a tv movie like production yeah Uh, it looks like had you know Halloween town it's very much the atmosphere of like an innocent Halloween yeah like like I always equate that feeling that that innocent kind of Halloween feel to just like you know an elementary school Halloween party yeah Which essentially is how this movie starts off. Yep, exactly. Um, It's no opening credits or anything. Um, So the movie opens with narration, uh, Philip Fondacaro as Oscar, um, saying, The following is based on true events. I was like, which it probably is not. It isn't. No. I don't (laughs) know why you even put that in there. It probably isn't based on true events. The intrigue. Yes. Intrigue. And pretty much, it opens up like we said on a Halloween party. There's no yeah. credits or anything. It, you just jump right in, right? And it's just, it's just that part's fun because. It's an early '90s kids Halloween party, yeah. and it's just—I don't know. There's like warmth to it. There's fall atmosphere. It's like bobbing for apples. There's a stoic red-haired fat kid. Yeah, who never shows up again. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, he might play a role. This is—he he might be a funny little kid, but stoic mm-hmm. red-haired fat kids—the key to all this. It's key to all this. <laughs> George Lucas um, had a hand in casting that child. Yes, he did. Um, and they have all these, all these various things. And then the woman, the adult who is running the party. Yeah, we don't know if she's a teacher. Yeah, or we don't what know who the hell role is. is. Um, Apparently, this is the first time she's ever met Kelly and Lee. So there's, there's a, there's those a, are the names, right? Kelly and Lynn. Kelly and Lynn. Yes. Um, so there's a ton of red flags in this movie of the early '90s. Yeah. Where that's just one of them. It's like, uh... How well do, you, do all of your parents know this woman? There are so many things in this movie, even small things, that are vehicles to certain tropes or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to play this as a vehicle to the twin trope or whatever. Like, you're probably coming up on when they win that magic wand or yeah, whatever. Yes, so they, like, sh- there's a big tent, this woman's yard that they're having this Halloween party in. and every, the all exterminators The exterminators ki- put up the tent. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is all a ploy for her to... To to kill all these children. <laughs> she's um, the real witch. She, this is Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she ushers them all in, and they have the pumpkin carving contest or whatever, and uh, she's like, here's Oscar the Clown, and it's Phil Fondacaro who yeah. comes in, and, like, and clown get up or whatever, yeah. and he's there to do whatever clown shit he does, and then he's there also to judge the pumpkin carving contest, and surprise, surprise. Hold, hold, okay. So... Everybody is entered as an individual. Yes, and there's only one prize, but the Mary Kate and Ashley are twins. Yeah, and they they're entered as twins, and their pumpkins are the same, and they win, which is a lot like Full House in that if your last name is Tanner, you'll probably get all the cool shit. Yeah, but then they especially may- Michelle in Full House, everything rolls her way. Yeah, and all the shit rolls downhill. Yes, um, but it's just. It's just funny to me that okay now we're willing. So what if what if two other kids had yeah. good pumpkins? But we make an exception for the well, Olsen twins. And, and I get it, like, I get it. It's of course they're gonna win. It's their it's movie. A plot device and, too. You know this wand you'll, is used a lot in this movie. It kind of shows that there's some sort of mystique and, and magic. That they have prowess that they One of them has some sort of like um, witching ability. And I was thinking about that today. I was like, man, that's just, that's really, but you know, when I should be focusing on work, I was thinking, man, that really bugs me in that movie that all of a sudden the teacher's like, and I'm going to change the rules in the last two seconds. It's Mary Kate and Ashley or Kelly and Lynn. Then I was like, well, to be fair, they were presented. Like, the two of them were presented as sort of one individual, which, le- which leads into a conflict that twi- in real life that mm. twins face, that they're lumped in as one person. Yeah. And that sort of is what this movie deals with, is that they don't want to be twins anymore. Yeah, kind of threaded throughout the entire movie, you have these points of contention yeah. to where Kelly or Lynn says something, then the other one's like, no, I wanted to do that, or I want to do yeah. that first. And they roll their eyes, and they're like, like, in, later in the car, after so the parents come and pick them up, and uh, and they're in the car, and they're they're on their way to go see the mom's Aunt Agatha, Cloris Leachman, because the the family has hit the skids. They're on hard times, because yeah. Eric McCormick's character, his construction business ain't doing too hot. So they want to go ask Aunt Agatha, who they haven't seen in seven years, for a loan. Um, but, and like, the girls are lamenting about being twins, and yeah. then um when they're on their way there oh no that's that's after okay i kind of went in sequence here but they like they pull in and the parents go in to see you can tell there's a bone of contention like at the at the party yeah um so anyway that the whole thing is about not just the olsen twins not wanting to be twins but also that's kind of one of the the main points about what aunt agatha does and aunt agatha she's, she's a witch she's dressed all i mean you can tell she's witch. She, she tells she's a bad guy because she's dressed in black. Yeah, exactly. And she's mean. Yeah. And, uh, and she has frizzy gray hair. Exactly. Cloris Leachman is awesome in this. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, but like Aunt Agatha, like before they go in Aunt Agatha's house, the parents are like, she doesn't really like kids. And the Olsen twins are floored by this. Doesn't like, like kids. He's like, well, honestly, it's not a novel concept yeah. not to like kids. Kids are walking germ bags. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I don't really blame her. Don't get me wrong i love our friends kids sure and i love i love my our niece and our nephews like i love them all dearly but like kids are listen kids are great but there's a lot of downside to having kids Mm -hmm. maybe it's just me as a single guy like in my late 20s just talking right now having like not ready for that point in my life but i've I've seen secondhand mm-hmm. the effect, the negative effect that kids have on their parents. Yeah. And I'm like, I am in no hurry. Friend, friends who are like, I never got sick before I have kids. Now I'm sick all the time. And I'm yeah. like, see, why would you sign up for that? You sign up for being sick all the time. Why yeah. would you do that? You know who never gets sick? Aunt Agatha. Aunt Agatha, because she's a witch.
1: Well, um, yeah, and she hates kids.
0: And she hates and she hates kids. Yes. yes. So the parents go in to talk to Aunt Agatha. We It's established she's mean and she's... She is a manservant named George and mm-hmm. and uh, the parents are in there talking to her while the girls are being they're told to wait in the car, but they get out of the car and they run in. Naturally, naturally they're gonna be insubordinate. Yes. Exactly. Scamps, scamps if you will. Twins are insubordinate scamps. And they happen- God said, I only want one, and they're like, No, there's gonna be two. So insubordination starts at birth. Exactly. So they happen upon a grave digger who's thrown for a loop when he sees twins as if twins were a new thing. He's he's like, because he's like, he's digging. You were over there, now you're over there. It's like twins aren't rare. (laughs) It's like, why are you so spooked? I mean, he's naturally skittish, but it's like that seemed to be maybe in their movies or just in general, if there are twins anywhere, they're always posed as like freaks. Yeah. Or it's like, ugh. well, there's two of you. you it's like to, it's really not that you, uncommon. You have like a zany character like looking back and forth, and you have the whooshing <laughs> <whooshy> noise. <laughs> <laughs> like you get that in those movies, though. Yeah. What? Uh, what? But you don't get that here. But yeah. he. What's nice is the Gravedigger's giving exposition. There's actually some like kind of funny moments between yeah. the girls and the Gravediggers. diggers. That's the same with like the young Olsen twins. It's not every day you talk to a monster truck. Exactly. (laughs) A grave digger. (laughs) Um, But they like... In this movie and in their younger movies, whenever they're talking with adults, they're always like given lines that make them sound like they're wiser beyond their years yeah but then they're delivered from a little kid so sometimes the words run together but like the delivery's kind of there or they each get a word or yeah. they each get, they like each two get a word words. and then they say something yeah. together which But what I'm about t- and i'm gonna tell you yeah. something yeah. saying things um in stereo like saying things um what's the word um in unison in unison Saying things in unison it's involuntary it's, com- it's like completely involuntary and we yeah. can tell you that as twins we don't mean to say things at the same time yeah like if we do like we'll do it and then we'll look at each other with looks like, of disgust why did we and do then like, like people are like whoa that's ev- crazy every time people are like whoa or like, whoa calm i'm down, telling guys. you we did not plan that. it's it's a little insight into, into how I'm twins, twins tw- work. work okay shut up <laughs> a little insight into how twins work that's involuntary At least for us, like the same things in unison. Unless you're a fucking geek. Yeah, You and your twins love being twins. You're like, let's hold hands and wear the same clothes and say the same thing at the same time. Exactly. That's not us. No. But uh, it's totally involuntary and we both look at each other after it happens like, as if to say, like, why don't you shut up and stop saying what I say? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Get your own thoughts. Exactly. (laughs) But- That's like one of the biggest things in these Olsen twins Mm -hmm. movies is they always have to say things at the same time. There's a certain cadence they say it and blah, blah, blah. Um, But the The Gravedigger's giving uh, exposition about this moonstone Mm -hmm. and how Aunt Agatha has a moonstone and... There's some weird shit that's going to go down at midnight on yeah. Halloween. So he's he's afraid. And like I said, he's skittish. So he tries to stay in the light all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this flashback. I was going to say, they do do a nice little flashback. They do a little flashback to Which he said 50 years ago. I feel like that's too, like it should have been maybe longer than 50 years. But this is the 40s. That the, the 50 years from 1993 yeah. would be in 1943. So it actually, that makes sense. Still, um, movie—you got to convince me that they're old witch, they're old hags. Who cares? Who cares? Which, actually, side note: there's there's a certain point in Cloris Leachman's life in which she always looked like an old woman. Yeah, like she she looked young, like in the Mary Tyler Moore show and stuff like that. And then once you hit a certain decade, mm-hmm. you just kind of, her her aging process kind of just stopped, and she always yeah. just kind of looked the same. Yeah, but which is oh, fine. Okay, I love me some Cloris yeah. Leachman. Exactly. But the gravedigger, he go. The, he says Aunt Agatha had a twin named Aunt Sophia. Well, her name's Sophia. Okay, yes, <laughs> they named her Aunt Sophia. <laughs> Agatha had a twin sister. Always named... the bridesmaid, never the bride. Exactly. Um, uh, but Sophia, and they had. Uh, they go to a flashback, and it's the Olsen twins in wigs mm. in the flashback, um, yeah. <laughs> and they're like pr- playing croquet. Eating salmon croquettes. Yeah. Um, but then it's like the same castle that Aunt Agatha lives in now. And they're like, The oh, sister, wants you this, this, and that sister. And, and move, this is the night. Nice, great shot by Jove. Great job. Move, move, move. And, yeah. and then it's like, Let's go look for the moonstone. It's like, How do they know about the moonstone? Yeah. Oh. It was a there was a witch two hundred yeah, years 200 earlier years who, li- who lived in there and hid the moonstone somewhere. And the girls they go off they both they split up looking for the moonstone. Let and, us look for that artifact yes. that an evil witch planted in our house. Exactly. exactly. And Agatha goes up and little baby kid Agatha finds it in the attic mirror. Mm-hmm. And she comes downstairs. She's like Sophia, Sophia. And she's like, did you find the moonstone? And then she's like, uh. No, <laughs> and then the grave. Well, you seemed pretty excited she, about something. I said the grave robber. Then the <laughs> grave digger was like, and Maybe, she, "I don't ne- know." She never shared anything with Sophia again. And it turns out Agatha is the mean one, and Sophia is the nice one. Yeah. Um. And what I thought was funny is. The grave digger is so he reveals that Agatha's a witch, and he talks about a gathering and blah yeah. blah that happens on um, with juggalos and juggalettes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, what's a gathering? Like, it's what like, you see, homies, with the people homies. get together to drink Faygo in backyard wrestling matches. Yeah, and they're called juggalos and juggalettes. Exactly. And they love insane clown posse. Yes. Um, different gathering. This yeah. is a gathering of witches and warlocks. Uh, but the grave digger, I thought it was funny. Um, it goes into the flashback, so he's giving exposition that reveals the plot. And then part of it involves a flashback at the start. And then when it comes back into it, when it like comes back into yeah. present day, the grave digger, he's, a, he's like, in a tree. <laughs> well, he, he starts on the ground and then goes to the flashback, comes back to present day, and then he's in a tree. And my question is, how long do the Olsen twins have to wait for him to struggle up that tree? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he's probably stopped him. Like he stopped the story. Uh, hold on. And then uh, oh, the twins caught. the twins are on the ground watching him grunt and slip up the tree without saying anything. <laughs> That's probably very strange. <laughs> yeah. um, all the while, the parents are getting chastised and yelled yeah. at by Aunt Agatha. For like begging for money or yeah. whatever. Even though Eric McCormick's like, we'll pay you back everything once mm-hmm. I have it. Yeah. But we just need a tiny little loan yeah. or whatever. But she, she's like, you know, I haven't seen you in seven years and then of course you're here to ask for money. And then the mom starts yelling at her and they lament like... She's like she doesn't say it to Aunt Agatha, but she's like, man, everything was so much better when Aunt Sophia was here, and then she yeah. just left. Like she's yeah. just gone, and they she speculated she met a guy and yeah. they and she moved away yeah, and just, just left with Aunt so Agatha. Old is just too old. Which honestly, I don't really blame Agatha. Like no. she's like, this is the first time you see me in seven years, and you're here to ask for money. Well, in the and you'll get to it. The reason she's put in the mirror yeah but I will just I'm say with the man in the mirror. <laughs> that they had to pay big big A lot of work. Olsen twins money to get uh Michael Jackson songs in this movie, yeah, but yeah you'll get to it when you get to it i'll kind of I'll kind of give you my problem with mm-hmm. it um but yeah, but then, proceed. Like, yes um and then um the the family is like they're talking or whatever after they leave aunt agatha's and it's this over the shoulder from the back seat like <laughs> shot they're at a stop sign and the dad's talking to the mom and we're introduced to mr n this yeah. way because he splays himself on the family car throws sign, throws himself on the windshield, and starts shield. cleaning the windshield unwarranted unwanted like rubbing his junk on the the, yeah. the front of the car and he's like please, please please anything you can give and he's like an old like a british accent yeah. he's like ooh, any any type of money it's like i didn't ask for this i'm not giving you anything that, that, and i've never seen that in real life but movies and tv have showed me that there were people that did that like back in the day they would just like wait at crosswalks mm-hmm. or stop signs or run up and just squirt you know you know wipe down your windshield oh, i provided a service for you money money please yeah exactly <laughs> totally, so. um but yeah it's it's like what well, i didn't i didn't ask for this it's like yeah hey come on and it all. Yeah, come on. And then the girls give him like a uh, a pineapple lollipop. He's yeah. like, I hate pineapple. Beggars can't be choosers, Mister. Exactly. And you definitely are a beggar, Mister. I'm gonna call him Mister Montrose. Yeah, he's Hollywood Montrose from now. We're, on. We're just gonna say Hollywood Montrose for the rest yeah, of the yeah. Or me, Shaq Taylor. Or me. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it turns out like. They're at next next they're at home and the mom is like telling the girls about Aunt Sophia. Like she's giving them like cinnamon cookies because it was yeah. Sophia's recipe. And then like this guy shows up from like the bank and he Yeah, there's another random kind of he, drop he like, in. Yeah, he like horn like horns his way into the house. He's like, Oh everything looks great. Oh man, everything looks look bigger once yeah. all the shit's gone. Above yeah. like he doesn't say shit. But Elvis, <laughs> but Elvis didn't really die. He's on an island. Yes, <laughs> he's he's there. Tubak and Biggie. <laughs> um, they're this totally confused 90, yeah. because this is before Tupac and Biggie passed away. Holly if you hear me was making waves on the radio. Exactly. And like the dad like you know, bum rushes away and he's like, Who the fuck are you? Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, exactly. And like he's like he's like if you know, if the bank you know, the bank I bank this and bank that and get out of my house. Like banking <laughs> fuck right off yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> stuff like that and then like the door closes and the girls are standing there and like there's something we have to tell you uh the bank is foreclosing on the house on monday because we are poor as and, shit and that was the new buyer coming in <laughs> yeah yes. that's why he was in your room measuring things. he's your new dad yeah exactly um, yeah. you can stay but we have to go exactly um and then like they have a sweet moment with the girls where they're like hey we're family we'll stick together yeah. let's just focus on tomorrow's halloween that is something that's great is their parent like eric mccormick and the other lady they're great parents they seem like and and then the actress have good chemistry they genuinely seem like they they're like a married couple yeah um but uh that's what i thought about will and grace but we see how that turned out yeah exactly Uh, maybe she turned him gay (laughs) (laughs) i was hoping the whole time she'd turn him you know that's (laughs) why i watched every episode (laughs) hilarious show but my goal was never achieved yes that's okay that's okay (laughs) um there are probably people who watched it for that. Oh yeah, which, um, it's like Oscar. What, why do people always assume I like Will and Grace? <laughs> yes. Um, but like the parents like try to ease their worry. They're like, "We're gonna be okay." Yeah. Monday comes, we'll deal with it then. Tomorrow's Halloween. We'll go trick or treating. We'll get you all sorts of good stuff, and we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. We love you guys. Good night. Yeah. And then the, do you what what day was this is? That's not integral, but like what day was Halloween? Do you think? Uh, probably good. like a Saturday. Okay, good because in the or, or that, Sunday, probably a Sunday because that party would What's probably the be on point? A Saturday. What's the point? Like, mm-hmm. my thing is, I don't know, uh, <laughs> my thing is like, when I was a kid, even, even if Halloween wasn't on. I, I don't know. I feel like Halloween should always be on a, a Friday or a Saturday. Like Thanksgiving has a designated yeah exactly week. Yeah, exactly. Like if it's on a Monday, it's like, what's the point? Like I'm just, I'm going to yeah. get home from school, go ahead and trick or treat for like two hours, mm-hmm. come back, just go to bed and go back to school the next day. Yeah. It's like, what? No, Halloween is much too joyous and festive to be mm-hmm. celebrated on a weekday. Yeah. And then, so yeah, it's, it, exactly. It's same, same thing I yeah. feel like for Christmas too. Yeah. Um but the you follow the parents out of the room and they're they're just they're so curious about the girl's sudden desire to want to just be separate, to you know, they're concerned about the girl's like not wanting to be twins anymore and Don, who's Eric McCormick's character, brings up something that I think is shouldn't be lost on people coming from twins. He brings up how they want to be individuals, yeah. and the mom's saying, it must be hard for twins. It mm-hmm. is. Like, and I mean, to, to it, get serious for a moment. It's not something like, I really think about anymore, but I still, like, it still hits me. that's like, man, there are certain things that people, that we don't experience that other people may have more easy experiences with, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's. I just, I just think it kind of, because... Because we made a joke, how rare, twins aren't a rare thing. And I guess yeah. in a way they kind sort of are. They're yeah. still kind of an anomaly to most people. Not many people experience, you know, corresponding with twins. So, yeah. since it's not so common, it's not an everyday thing. I think people tend to group twins together as if they're the same person it's sort of the easy thing yeah exactly in their mind it's like ah they they don't mind yeah you know? it's I get it for this person and uh, the yeah. other person can enjoy it I'll get the same thing for the person yeah With all honesty I know for Matt and I we value what makes us different from one mm-hmm. another we want to be treated as individuals yeah almost as something as small as instead of saying the Webster same Matt and Steven. yeah because I I told nobody has any like people don't do it they, they just say the Webster's cause like, it's easy. Yeah. Like it's easier to, and that's, I'm that, I'm not yeah. mad at that. I totally get it. That's my name. Yeah, exactly. That's my name's Webster Webster. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, it's just, I think twins, I know for us, we value that individuality. And we when people, value when people acknowledge it. Exactly. And they, they acknowledge that we're individuals, but yeah. all that aside, i thought it was kind of cool that yeah. they kind of had that insert in there um but then it goes back to the girls and the girls have a plan and, and they figure Lynn looks at kelly he's like i'm gonna stick a rat trap in between your legs exactly. no, way, no way this, this is so... my house now <laughs> <laughs> everything was great until you guys got here um stepbrothers. um yeah. but uh <laughs> so they they recognize since the family are in financial trouble they figure the girls figure that if they get the moonstone from Aunt Agatha, they can free the nice Aunt Sophia who is stuck in a mirror. Um, they think she, yes, who she <laughs> she was put there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, they they don't they don't know she's in a mirror. Yeah, they they they, they want to help. And free her somehow. I think yeah. the gravedigger said she was stuck in him, or I don't I, I don't know. I watched yeah. it yesterday. How do you expect me to remember all this? Yeah. Um, and Sophia, they want Sophia to help the family because they know she would. So they start their plan during trick or treating the next day. So everybody's trick or treating. The parents are like, come on, girls. And the girls are like running up behind them. But then they stow away in some bushes and they're like, hey, you. They talking swap to, costumes. Yeah, to talking other to another kids. set of trick or treaters. And uh, their plan is to, yeah, swap costume with two other trick-or-treaters. And I thought this was funny because they were like, not, not ah, ah, funny, uh, <laughs> yeah. but a uh, sling blade. Um, they're like, we'll give you all of our candy if you put on our costumes. And one of the kids was like, those are for girls. All the while, he's standing right next to a girl. Yeah, exactly. Um, so whatever. The kid was dressed like Shredder. Uh, so they swap costumes, and the new kids follow Eric mm-hmm. McCormick. And um, the mom, Christy McVie. Yeah, <laughs> from Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the girls... Christy McVie. <laughs> the girls are now off by themselves on this grand adventure to go free Aunt Sophia. And they find Mr. N living under a bridge. And he laments about not wanting handouts. About living under a bridge. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's like... she. They're like there's a you know if Boy, do i hate living under this bridge <laughs> but it's the only place i can go um but, but i would the, love to drive a mercedes yeah <laughs> he, yeah he talks about being rich but he doesn't want to work for it yeah um, that's that's one of the problems i have with mr n outright because um not only does he like throw himself on cars <laughs> for the insurance. <laughs> the insurance i was just about to say <laughs> Not only does he like clean windshields without people asking, um, he like because the girls are like, you know, there's a there's like a new like soup kitchen you can go to if you're homeless, and he's like, I don't want a handout, I don't like soup. Yeah, he wants to be filthy well, it's rich. By name only. He wants to be filthy rich uh, without doing anything or being proactive. He just wants millions of dollars to fall into his lap. Boy, isn't that just a ooh? Isn't that just a an allegory for Democrats, huh? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. (laughs) I'm talking about double, double, uh, toys. i are not going to talk about this shit. I'm talking about Macbeth. Yeah. Um, so the girls are like, we're going to do this and that we're going to, and he's like, that's quite a, that's quite an adventure. Like shouldn't go alone. Is like, and they talk about the moonstone. He's like, is this, this, uh, the moonstone? Is it a, like priceless and they're like it's probably worth a lot of money And he's like i should probably escort you yeah and uh the trio. So my name is in hollywood montrose my name is in hollywood montrose baby yeah. <laughs> or whoever his name was in designing women uh so the trio hits a ride on a pumpkin truck and after a while um on the road mr n uh, like the girls are talking about you know if you want that money why don't you get a job and he's like let's get a job lady <laughs> he's like i'd rather not get a job um, why don't you just whore yourself out Mr. N uh, Mr. N so after a little while on the road they're singing they're singing the song I know song gets in everybody's nerves and they just keep saying that part yeah well and they, the, you, the, the lyrics are and this is how it yeah. goes and then he'd sing singing over again well and the whole time like A he's like Anthony Bouvier's like Let's sneak on the back of this pumpkin truck. That's his character from Designing Women. Oh, okay, okay. You, I saw you looking it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Hollywood Montrose is like, let's sneak on the back of this pumpkin. Let's hitch a ride or whatever. Meanwhile, like, the guy that drives the pumpkin truck isn't that far away. He's actually, like, walking by them as they're walking towards <laughs> this pumpkin truck. It's like, they, hey, what y'all doing? They should have just been whistling... Yeah, it's like a, whoop, whoop whoop Nothing whoop. to see here. Like, <laughs> we're just hitting a ride right on your truck And then as they're as they're singing that song, you're telling me he doesn't like hear it. Yeah. He doesn't he he doesn't so what's what's that chattering? Yeah hey uh and then like get goddamn glove (laughs) (laughs) after a while mr n hangs off the side of the driver's side to get the driver's attention then causes him to swerve and lose a lot of his pumpkin inventory he is delivering (laughs) and then they run away he's like let's go run 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 girls and then the guy rightfully so um like chases them down yeah but then i guess just gives up that's probably that that month's rent Yes, those pumpkins. Um, so they're walking for a little bit, and blah blah blah. Hollywood Montrose is wondering if it's even worth his time to be out there. They're like, yeah. he's like, "How big is this stone anyway?" And they're like, "Pretty damn big." Yeah. And he's like, "Ooh, I want a <laughs> slice of that pie." My my my, <laughs> big you say? Yeah. And he, goes, he all of a sudden has suspenders on, and he's sticking his thumbs under his boobies. <laughs> yes. Um. How far, Ridge? I cannot tell. We're gonna talk. That's waiting for Guffman. Yeah. Um. But uh, uh. So the three of them happen upon a tiny house in the middle of the woods, and it belongs to, uh, as they find out, Oscar the Clown from the beginning. Mm-hmm. After the girls break into the house, uh, <laughs> they break. They do g- with gum, with entering. gum and a hairpin. Yeah. Um. Oscar. Uh, the doors open, but Oscar laments to them at how he doesn't like people seeing him because he's afraid they'll laugh at him for being a little person. Um, and also, he doesn't like strangers in his house, like yeah. anyone wouldn't yeah. like exactly. Um, but he like he's like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, and they're like, "You're asking the clown." He's like, well, I'm Oscar the Grouch during the weekend or yeah. during the week. Fuck, I messed up my joke. Well, that's okay. I get it. Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch during the week. He's Oscar the. Never mind, folks. Sorry. He's sorry, everyone. Oliver Montrose is like, hello. Like he's yeah. through the window. And he's or like, whatever. yo, Anthony Bouvier. <laughs> he's like, I what? love designing women. Na <laughs> na <laughs> um, that was almost no, the night court no, thing. No, yeah, it's night court. Uh, na like, <laughs> na Na, 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 na. That's the designing na, woman. Theme. Na, 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 That's the designing na, na, woman. Theme. Yes, yeah. Dale to book, uh, Annie. Gloria Sugarbaker. Yes, Gene Smart, Annie Potts. Uh, anyway, Texas. What's her What's her tits? Um, Texas. Texas yes. nuts. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, so with him not wanting the people to see he's a little person because they laugh at him, and the girls not wanting to be twins. The mm-hmm. whole movie is about identity. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's it's a, sympathizing with minorities <laughs> like twins and little people <laughs> and mm-hmm. homeless homeless Hollywood Montrose, Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of the minorities. Yes. Homeless people who don't want to work for things. Yep. Um just Mr. N. Yeah. Um but uh they're like, We need to go to this gathering, because that's where Aunt Agatha's going to be. And he's like, yeah. who the hell's Aunt Agatha? He's like, yeah. I know about the gathering. So they get in the Oscar mobile, and uh, the twins and their companions are now on their way to the gathering. And- Missed opportunity for an Oscar Mayer mobile. Uh, so let's go back to the parents. Meanwhile, the parents are ready to take the girls home, but then it's revealed to them they came dangerously close to kidnapping. As the two children mm-hmm. who have been with them the whole time take off the girls' costumes, and they're like, "We don't want to go with you guys. We want to go home." Yeah. And uh, and they want to go to their own, they want to go to their own homes. Which begs the question: Where are their parents? Exactly. So now, like, the, so the kids are at their home explaining yeah. the situation, and um, and then. This is also another red flag on how flippant other adults are. They're like, they're probably at a Halloween party or friend's yeah. house. It's like, you know, that's kind of irresponsible to lose track that's, of your kids. Yeah, that that you see that in like, I don't know. We'll probably we'll cover Air Bud Seventh Inning Fetch at some point. Mm-hmm. But it's, and that that movie has sort of a similar thing to where like, oh, where's P- P- Denise or whatever? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. I'm sure she'll show up. It's like, no one's going to go look for her. Yeah. She hasn't showed up and like, she hasn't she said she'd be at the game and she's not at the she game. She said she'd be here two weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, she's still the, not here. I'm sure she'll be all right. I'm sure she's fine. She'll show up. It's like, no one's going to look for her. Yeah. Yeah. So now our four heroes are at the gathering and they're surrounded by freaks and dregs. Yeah. Um, so like witches and warlocks. Although Shit. only some of them looked like witches and warlocks. The other ones just looked like regular people. They're fans of witches and warlocks. Yeah, I'm sure there was a fan section because you had that like rotund looking woman who had the glasses. Yeah. Who seemed to be the most vocal of all of them, which is indicative of a lot of fan bases. I'm glad to be here yeah she's like oh boo boo children are awful whereas like yeah. you sort of got the impression from the other like the real witches that are like Cal- calm down lady yeah like Ag- Agatha's up there she's like queen witch bitch yeah. and like she like is given this whole like soliloquy about you know yeah there's there's this and there's that and halloween yeah. this and halloween that and yeah, you know exactly. there, this there, and that there's there's a threat to like our power here and it's two little girls and twins twins and like oh, twins and then uh like the group is there and blah blah blah. they're in makeup now and uh they're trying to come up with a plan to get the stone oscar comes up with a plan of getting on mr n's shoulders draping himself in a large cloak and pantyhose on his head mm-hmm. and he has agatha like he calls her down he's like i'm so and so from the all scene whatever yeah and uh He's like he, he's like head honcho, bad boy. Yeah, like an Ag- sorcerer. Agatha whatever. comes down and like starts like puffing out her chest, and she's like, you know, what? Like who the hell are you? Yeah. And uh, he tra- he he has her going for a little bit that he's a powerful sorcerer. And as Oscar um, is talking and whatever, Mister N's arm comes out from underneath and throws in a magic powder into the cauldron. And in the middle of the room, or a cauldron in the middle of the room, and that way there's a reaction, quote unquote, when yeah. he summons it. And the plan is working fine and then for some reason Mr. N pokes his head out from under the cloak. The trick in the tricksters. Exactly. Um, but this pisses Agatha off and she's like... Like get them or whatever, and you know the twins are over there. And whatever those... bad people, whatever bad guys say, <laughs> whatever bad guys say in movies. I don't know, get them. <laughs> um, and so they all go chase, seize and... them. Yeah, if they... this were a medieval movie, exactly. <laughs> they all they chase these heroes, our heroes, our heroes. <laughs> yeah. uh, meanwhile, the parents... this is I this, I. this is a nice group of protagonists. Yeah, like Oscar, Anthony Bouvier, the twins, yeah. and then the grave digger comes along. It's like I, I like this group. You this have, is a fun little group to you grow have up a nice, with. a diverse if, group if you of people. Grew up watching this movie. Yes. Uh meanwhile the parents are getting jerked around by the cops. They're genuinely concerned over where their daughters are, but everyone is downplaying their disappearance. It's like maybe it's a prank. I have kids too. Don't worry about it. They'll show up. Yeah. They'll, they'll show, always show, they'll show up. up somewhere. It's like a dog who runs away. He'll yeah. Always come home. One of, the, one of the cops was like, maybe it's a prank. And they're like, they're seven. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what kind of prank could they like pull? Yeah. It's like, maybe they're at friends' house, and I'm sure they're fine at home. Is we, everybody dumb? How much independence <laughs> do you expect to give first graders? Yeah. Like that's that that's also baffling to me, but I don't want to hear 90s. any of this. Yes. Um, after being tricked, Ann Agatha and her brood go looking for the group. Mr. N and Kelly go one way, and Oscar and Lynn go another. Uh, Agatha corners uh, Mr. N and Kelly, and uh, Mr. N tries to bargain with her, but she turns him into a crow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. N, why don't you try offering sex? Yeah, That's exactly. That's my question. You kept offering monetary gain. Yes. Maybe, maybe she needs a little loving. Exactly. It just tries to go be <laughs> uh, Make My libido is neato. <laughs> That's what she sort of said. <laughs> Agatha then disguises herself as Sophia. Also, the whole time, like, Sophia's hearing stuff that's going on. Yeah, because we're seeing Sophia. Yeah, we're in, like, seeing her cutaways. in the mirror. And she's like, oh, oh, dear me. Oh, dear yeah. me. And stuff like that. I mean, it's they're not, like, lo- they're not, like lone shots. We're just going, oh, I hope someone comes and saves yeah, me. Like, Agatha it's- has moments where she's, like, like, talking down to her in the mirror. And she's like, you know, you're going to be done for at midnight. And blah, yeah. blah, blah. So, this whole time, you know, Agatha's been talking to Sophia yeah. and calling her like a goody two-shoes and all that um so Agatha tries to trick Kelly into disguising herself as Sophia uh but she's by but, disguising herself as Sophia Yeah, she the, doesn't try to trick Kelly into disguising herself yes yeah, so, so uh, Agatha disguises herself as Sophia uh but Kelly <laughs> is on to her games uh she figures it's Agatha and not Sophia by duping her into liking chocolate chip cookies <laughs> or something like that which Color me bad yeah if, if that's if that's a if that means I'm a bad boy I guess I'm always Aunt Agatha because I love chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. Never had a cinnamon cookie yeah but I can tell you I'll always pick chocolate chip over cinnamon even though i've never had cinnamon cookies yeah. before but she uh, what she really does is she's like well i can't wait to have our favorite cookie your favorite cookies chocolate chip she's like i love chocolate chip and she's like <laughs> oh baby i love chocolate chip cookies wrong <laughs> got you bitch yeah it's and like... sofia likes cinnamon later Aunt Sophia <laughs> likes brownies and <laughs> <laughs> <Aunt> Sophia <laughs> likes pie baby <laughs> um uh but... <laughs> i love chocolate chip cookies <laughs> <laughs> but, but then uh now i uh, mr crow Mr. N is a crow. He got turned into a crow. And he finds... Shack Taylor has like four different names in this this (laughs) episode. Uh, Now he's Mr. Crow. So Mr. Crow finds... Mr. C. (laughs) Mr. and Oscar... He finds and Oscar and breaks the bad news that Agatha has captured Kelly. Um, So the trio enlists the help. They find the skittish gravedigger to take them to Aunt Agatha's to rescue Kelly. And Agatha's castle is locked, so Oscar blows up a bunch of balloons and floats into an open window. Hilariously, <laughs> yes, it's you can tell you can see the wire and everything. Um, rumor has it that's how a few of the dogfights between the Royal Air Force and Luftwaffe in World War mm-hmm. II went down. Just the yep. uh, there were a lot of Oscars that died unceremoniously. Yes, exactly. Um, the trio of Oscar, Lynn, and the Gravedigger, along with Crow, Mister N, Finance, Aunt Sophia in the mirror and tells them how aunt Agatha trapped her. And she tells them the story of how aunt Agatha trapped her in the mirror. Like she wants to go off and marry George, who is, who turns out George and Agatha's manservant yeah. was aunt Sophia's mm-hmm. fiance. He's, who was put under a spell. Yeah, exactly. Which here's my thing is like, aunt Agatha doesn't want to be twins anymore. Mm-hmm. Aunt Sophia approaches her and said, I'm running away with George and never coming back. There's the answer to your problem. Yep. <laughs> so in, in I I was like, wait, so you wanted to deal with her anymore? I think. Great. I think, I think, I think the money, whatever money they have. No, because they're only rich because of the Moonstone. Ah, that's no. all I got to say. Well, no. I think maybe the money's Aunt Sophia's. It has to be like family money because they've been living in that castle since they were little girls. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, she. Yeah, she's up, Proceed. In, she's up in arms, and she should have just said, good riddance, like, okay, see you later. Okay, great. Yeah, I denounce you as my twin. Um, so, yeah, they fan Sophia tells them the story of how she got trapped in a mirror. She'd been trapped in the mirror for the past seven years. She wanted her independence to marry her boy toy George, uh, but Agatha then put George under spell, made him her servant after trapping her in a mirror via the moonstone. Uh, Sophia says it'll it'll take the power of twins together with the moonstone to free her. So not just the moonstone yeah uh, because uh, Mr. Crow has the moonstone now. Yeah, uh, he like yeah there, there there's a scene on the steps in the castle to where like uh, she's because that's that's where she's like, give me the Moonstone. Or I'll kill oh, your sister. Oh yeah, like the three, the the group is at Aunt Agatha's, and yeah. Aunt Agatha, George, and Kelly walk in, and uh, Lynn is trying to bargain with her, and which uh, leads to one of the more one of the actual like funny moments. Yeah, like she she's doing like the um she's like you know free Cross her heart, free well free Mister N, like free all of us, free Kelly, and I'll give you the moonstone. She's like yes, yes, she's like you know promise she's like yes i promise she's across your heart she's like yes cross cross my heart hope to die and hope to die stick a needle in your eye shake your bottom if you got them Mm -hmm. and agatha stammers and she's like stick a needle in your bottom yeah just give me the (laughs) moonstone that's actually that's actually i was like that's that was the only moment we actually like laughed because just her delivery was great um and of course lynn gives it to her but she lied like, no, I, I, I lied. I, I, I lied. Um, but Cloris Leachman lied, and she says, "You know, I can't cross my heart." She's like, "You crossed your heart." She's like, "That's the thing. I don't have a heart." But then Mister N grabs it. He's like, "But I do!" And like, as a crow, as a crow, yeah. as his crow voice, and he uh, he grabs in his beak to redeem himself because he took a bribe earlier. 'Cause he gave up Lane. Well, he tried so, he tried to take a bribe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and Agatha then turns Oscar and Graveman into turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, which Gravedigger has has a line that when we yeah. watched this a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, I was like, eh, that's actually a pretty nice line oh. And then yesterday I was like, That's actually that's a really good message. He yeah. says he says, I found out through this. that He's like, now being brave isn't about, I learned that being brave isn't about not being scared. It's about being scared and still doing what you have to anyway. Yeah. Because he's afraid of Aunt Agatha. Yeah. He's so skittish because she's a witch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a really good line. Uh, the girls get the stone eventually and are standing in front of Sophia, but she can't give them, they have to do an incantation. She yeah. can't. They're They're like, all right, what is it? She's like, I can't give it to you. Like to free me, it has to come from what? your heart yeah and they're like oh what it's Uh, like what what uh just like that and the bell tolls and then the bell tolls signifying it's after midnight so all is lost yeah Uh, so in the midst of defeat the girls tell one another they love one another and they don't care that they're twins and they like being twins then the house starts going Yada, yada yada yeah the house starts going berserk and then sophia is freed Oscar, Mr. N, and the gravedigger turn human again, and George isn't a manservant anymore. Agatha is gobsmacked. Well, it's like, how did this happen? And one of the twins is like, I turned the clock forward five yeah. minutes. Yes. Yeah. So she's gobsmacked, and Lynn and Kelly, and Lynn or Kelly, which one of them reveals, she turned the clock forward five minutes. Agatha tries one more last ditch effort, um, tussles with Sophia, tussles with Sophia, and then gets pushed into the mirror, and then the mirror breaks. Um, Because the parents show up and their dog runs up the stairs and and, knocks over one of the Olsen twins. Yeah, and she breaks the mirror. Um, Shards of glass go all inside the Olsen twin. Now that Olsen twin, now one of the other Olsen twins isn't a twin anymore because... uh, One of them's a deformed freak. Exactly. Um, So everybody embraces and all is right. Gravediggers prays for his bravery. Oscar was extraordinary. And Mr. N realized friendship is more important than money. The movie ends with Sophia loaning money to the parents. She and George are locking cracked lips and kissing each other's liver spots. Uh, God. Uh, every Everyone calls on the girls girls just like that but they're cleaning up the broken glass from the mirror. Agatha pops up in a shard of glass and tries one more time to coerce the twins but they quote John Matrix at the end of Commando and say no chance. <laughs> Agatha exclaims she hates Halloween and fight for love but power station plays a <laughs> song. Not really. Yeah it was during the the credits is "I want a pizza. The P-I-Z-Z-A, whipped cream flowing like waterfalls." That's pretty much bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. A harmless but fun family romp. Even the even the menace and even anything that's tried to be sinister mm. within the world that's being presented yeah. is totally innocuous and totally just lighthearted. This the the. And here, here's where we say what we like about it mm-hmm. because we do riff it. We do riff stuff on the dollar rentals, but ultimately we say what we like about yeah. the movie. Um, I like the aesthetic mm-hmm. is overcast pretty much the whole time. Yep. Um, it's the, those early nineties, not just fashions, but like the early nineties sort of, you said like made for TV movie yeah. sort of mm-hmm. feel to it. It's the Olsen twins. It's got like character actors in there that you recognize and, it's it's silly it's goofy it captures the like we mentioned before the innocent part of Mm -hmm. halloween that that we like because i like the scary stuff um and you know we should mention this is a complete 180 from last week where we talked about a slasher film i like the slasher stuff i like scary movies i like the sinister imagery Mm -hmm. but when i talk about my love for halloween i always kind of lean more into the innocent yeah sort of you know like i said elementary school halloween party yeah. decorations and like fall festivals mm-hmm. and pumpkin patches and stuff i also like in movies like this and ernest scared stupid kind of looks like yeah this movie yeah. too um i like in those movies uh finding like familiar properties and well-known properties mm-hmm. and like like kind of laughing at though oh they got that and how do they have coke all over, over the place yeah. or this uh, um because sure like the the Olsen twins weren't, were they, they were, but then they weren't like the money cows that they began, yeah. that they became. Same with dual star. Yeah. Like they were making a shit ton of money from this and full house and various other things. Um, so I guess they could have had the money, but more low budget made for TV things. It's always fun to kind of point out where like the well-known properties are like shredder or their yeah. you know, you'll see like power Rangers in the background yeah. or you see like product placement of like, Oh, did they pay to get that in there? Yeah, And it's just funny to kind of point that out in I, movies like this. I I like these kinds of movies are the ones like when you meet people who love the fall and love Halloween. Mm-hmm. They'll talk about movies like this. They're like, I grew up watching it. And yeah, it's not that great, but I love it. And other people are, you know, if we watch it with them, they'll point out things and be like, this part used to make me crack up or mm-hmm. whatever. They make take yeah. like, like a small and significant line mm-hmm. and just like repeat it just be like oh man that that caught me when i was a kid or whatever mm. i just i like listening to that kind yeah. of stuff yeah and it's just it's nice um it's one of those things where yeah we didn't grow up with it but we've lo- we've watched it in the past couple years because yeah. was something we always saw it was on tv or yeah. at the video store or something and yeah yeah it's i think it's made its way into the rotation of yeah. things just because mm-hmm. i would like always go for the innocent and whenever we can find something that's innocent um yeah we kind of try to latch it's, on to it's it. It's so funny. Around this time of year, for me at least, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's from a property that I don't watch anyway that on any other given month I wouldn't care about. If it's if it's Halloween related, mm-hmm. I'll watch it. doesn't yeah. really matter what it is. Yeah. That was Double Double Toil and Trouble. Again, that was from the Radcast uh, last October. If you want to go back and listen to it unedited on the Radcast, you're pretty much getting the same thing. You're pretty much getting the same episode you just listened to however we do have a skit series we did every week for five weeks of fright so you can go listen to it with the skit at the beginning or if you want to listen to all of our other radcast episodes you can find it wherever you found this podcast uh but again thank you for listening everybody we'll be back next week with a new episode but until then the house lights are up the film's off the reel you don't have to go home but you can't stay here we'll see you next time